Hello and welcome to episode three of season two of Stay at Homer, the podcast where two British men on coronavirus lockdown in the UK uh, rewatch every episode of The Simpsons from the start. My name is Andrew Lowe. And my name is Tim Tucker. Yes, and we've reached episode 18 of season three um, yep. of The Simpsons, which is called Separate Vocations. And Written by George Mayer. We'll come to that in a minute. Yeah. And before we get before we start, you know, we're going to take you know sort of take stock of where we are, and with uh, yeah. the continuing um, just societal breakdown, basically. Yeah. In a, in a non divisive move, they've decided to put different regions into different tiers. Yeah. And this is this is how it's working in the UK. I mean, you might be in I don't know, yeah. Guatemala or something, but in the UK, this is our experience. Yeah. yeah. So how how does the tier system work, Tim? Can you just give us a quick overview of that? No. <laughs> I have no idea. I've just heard about it uh, in passing. But I do know that uh, where I live, Bristol is tier three, which is one of the, the regions that's the highest is tier three. Yeah. Even London's lower than that. So I guess um, yeah. we, we uh, here in Bristol in the West Country, we didn't get the uh, first wave quite as much. So I think we're paying for it now. Yeah. But here's my next prediction, Andy. I think okay. this tiered system of division... Yep. Will result in a in, in a civil war in within the um, UK as um, as uh, each region fights with other regions for power. Yeah, so it's a bit like um, a sort of fragmented, like a balkanized version of um, the civil war, the American civil war, like the you know the yeah. two different sides and um, various kind of um, feudal factions. factions yeah. 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 Bands of roaming humanoids will be um, yeah. will soon be scattered around the country, uh, taking shots at each other. And I predict this will probably happen next week. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. We live in the United Kingdom, don't we, Tim? We do. <laughs> but um, I tell you what, anyone looking at it from the outside would think it should probably be called the divided kingdom. That's right. Yeah. 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 I think you're you're very spot on there. That's that's what. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> so let's move on <laughs> to, to, to um, reality. Um, to the Simpsons, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to the Simpsons. Um, any oh, before we move on, any sort of particular mental health issues, quirks happening for you this this um, this week? I seem to have got into folk music, which is a quite an interesting. <laughs> have you seen um, a specialist about that? Because uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm riding it out, seeing where it goes. As soon as I start actually, I don't know, mm. singing with a big cardigan and my finger in my ear then I don't think I'm quite there yet but I seem to have got into folk music as some sort of comfort thing. I think I've been through what about you? I've, I've been through all of the mental health disturbances that are possible I think although I, I am <laughs> have had a recurring dream that I'm forcing people to watch Paul Rudd movies um which which I think is which I think is because he always cheers me up Paul Rudd and uh I think maybe that's yeah. just my attempt to to thrust goodwill on people um in a slightly draconian yeah. way but um Apart from that, yeah, I uh, no, I'm I'm all good really. I think. Well, you know, as good as one can be. It's a pretty bleak prospect for Christmas, but there you go. I've noticed that I've started to um, to to get into a little um, right. This, this needs to happen. This 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 thing just needs to change. So it's something I can control, yeah. right? Yeah. And I go right. We need to declutter. It's too much rubbish stuff lying around here. Yeah. And I go okay. Let's move that. Let's get rid of that. Uh, right. I'm bored of this now. <laughs> that sort of feeling <laughs> just immediately, immediately <laughs> as, soon as, to, yeah. Yeah, as soon as I start to enact some kind of new regime I just immediately right. go let's not do this I'm fed but up it's with quite, it. 
At least you've got some progress there, though, in the short <laughs> space of time where, where you are yeah. going for it. I think that's good. It's a good yeah. trend. Yeah. Right. So let's move on yeah. to Simpsons. And um, there's an episode called Separate Vocations. And you said you'd had, you had no memory of this episode. Yes. Which um, So as soon as it started, I remembered it all perfectly. I just yeah. not realised it was that episode. Yeah, it's a fantastic episode, I think. Um, not yeah, preempt, it's but, great, yeah. But yeah, all of the gags um, came back to me immediately. Some of them I know word for word. So yeah, it was a very memorable episode. I think it was um, the title of it, for some for some reason, and there must be another episode called Lisa Goes Bad or something, but that's what I thought that what this one was. I thought it was called Lisa Goes Bad or something like that. Um, yeah. But anyway, it starts with a test at school, which is wonderful, isn't it? To, to sort the kids <laughs> out. It's called the Career <laughs> Aptitude Normalisation Test, um, which is yes. can't for short, which is a nice touch. Which is a... <laughs> Which isn't really thought through very well, that acronym, is it? Because it's no. a tiny bit negative. <laughs> it's not very empowering. No. Well, this test is brilliant because it makes the answers so obvious. Like, you know, my my, um, my preferred animal is, what is it? Uh, a yeah. carpenter ant. <laughs> a nurse. What is the other one? A lawyer um, bird or something. Uh, yeah. A nurse. Yeah. Uh, shark. And a lawyer yeah. bird, yeah. The best one to wear is, what's your favourite smell? Which is, yeah. I, you could choose from three of uh, gasoline, French fries, or bank customers. <laughs> it's particularly transparent. <laughs> also, it's yeah, like, when does you anybody here, answer? I love the smell <laughs> of bank customers. <laughs> exactly, yeah. When you leave here, you're either pumping gas um, yeah. uh, in a, a petrol, pumping petrol. We're in the yeah. UK, aren't we? That's what um, we call it. Yeah. yeah. Working at McDonald's or uh, working at a bank, aren't you? That's the three yeah. options. Absolutely. Very funny. Um, so, yeah, the, the results go off to uh, what looks like a highly um, technical industrial complex. Um, the machine breaks down at BART, which is quite funny. Um, yeah. But when it comes back, the key, the key to this episode, what kicks off is that, um, I mean, a lot of the kids get, you know, interesting <laughs> options. Martin Prince gets systems analyst, which is what yeah. he's been holding out for. <laughs> but Lisa, Lisa gets homemaker. Uh, uh, which we call a housewife, I think, in the UK. Well, well, what is a systems Bart, analyst, Tim? Do you know? Systems analyst. It's such a... You know, I, I often talk about when, <laughs> um, abstract nouns. There's two abstract nouns together <laughs> that, yeah. that are impossible to decipher. You know, <laughs> it's, you know when people talk about their sort of um, um, procurement management systems solutions and you think, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. It's one of those, isn't it? Yeah, systems. I don't know. Analyze systems, I guess. <laughs> Any systems? Well, don't they, I isn't a systems analyst somebody who basically gets lots of, I don't know, IT or software and does yeah. modeling and works out how businesses can improve their efficiency yeah. and training yeah. and motivation and all that stuff? One would um, imagine so, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it's a very <laughs> fulfilling job and it's unkind of them to mock it so cruelly. <laughs> <laughs> For any systems analysts who are listening. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily mocked. I think it's just that Martin is, you know, clearly cut out for that job, and uh, that's the gag. But um, yeah, yeah, because it's it computer is. based, it's very, yeah. it's very logical. It's quite um, sort of intellectualized in, in the in the sense of, you know, yeah. I think they are mocking it too. To be honest, <laughs> let's, let's carry on. <laughs> well. It's yeah. So I mean, but but yeah. So Lisa becomes a homemaker. Well, is is assigned homemaker status, and then Bart is assigned police officer, which is a bit of a reveal, isn't it? Nobody expects so that. The, the important thing here is, isn't the implication that Bart 
malfunctions the machine and Lisa is tagged as a homemaker. This is the one problem I've got with this episode. Oh, interesting. I hadn't considered that. I don't think it's made yeah. clear, is it? I think it's I don't think it's clear that Bart's form breaks the machine, which right. mistakenly tags Lisa as a homemaker, which clearly oh. she's Yeah. But it's not that's... it's never made clear, is it? No, that's that's I hadn't even considered that, but yeah, it's that never makes made clear sense and it's now. never yeah. cleared up. No. I wonder so, if it was in, in a draft of the uh, the script. That's interesting. Yeah, I hadn't considered that. Yeah, it feels to me like something's been cut out that doesn't quite round it off. Like when you see yeah. Bart's form breaking the machine, you need like an internal shot of it accidentally stamping Lisa as a homemaker or something like that. But yeah, yeah. That seems to be what the whole episode pivots around, but it's not clear, which is very odd. Really interesting. I hadn't Sloppy. thought of that, but yeah. Makes sense. It makes sense yeah. because um, yeah, we know that Lisa's far more capable, and there's nothing wrong with homemaking, by the way, <laughs> yeah. for any homemakers listening. <laughs> but uh, yeah. but yeah, she's got different kinds of talents, like music for one, which she she goes to see a specialist about, um, who tells her that yes, she's got talent, but stubby fingers are going to hold her back. Mm. So um, yeah, that's a bit of a blow to her, and it turns out it's Homer who uh, is responsible for the um, the stubby fingers. Uh, it's a bit unfair on Homer, really, isn't it? That he's... <laughs> <laughs> but Lisa does correctly say it's nothing to do with your fingers. The blues comes from within. And yeah. Again, you know, um, a bit like um, a Tony Iommi, Tim, from Black Sabbath. Yeah. Who <laughs> do you think that's the reference? Involved in, a, in a, an accident that I think he had lost one of his fingers, but he just relearned how to play the guitar his way. He lost, uh, yeah, he lost the tops of his fingers, didn't he? Yeah, very yeah. interesting. See, so I think yeah. we can all take um, inspiration from. Tony Iommi's story. That I think so. Yeah. Um, well, know, especially just, if you're a heavy metal guitarist who's worked in in the seventies. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially if it's like the late sixties, early seventies, and you live in Birmingham, and your ambition is to be in a heavy metal band. Yeah, it's not a inspiring for you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, but yeah. Homer's reaction to Bart being the police officer is to spit out his dinner and, uh, you know, basically nobody believes it, but he, he gets um, gets to go on a ride-along, doesn't he, with the uh, the police yeah. comes to the house. Um, fantastically, I love he gets too. in a car chase with Snake. Um, Snake's the guy who's holding up the quickie mark. I did, I've got to stop you before before we go into that because the police ride-along is absolutely amazing. We could be here for a long time. We've got, we're going to have to skip some things, I realise, but it is so good. No, no, the the police yeah, officers are completely... Yeah. Incompetent, and <laughs> I, I just love their. <laughs> I love the sort of little moments where Bart says, well, "Okay, what's the car siren? What, what's the club for?" And the cop goes, "We club people with it." Yeah, yeah. He says, "We don't <laughs> call it a club. We call it a baton." And he said, "What's it for?" <laughs> yeah, we club um, people. With it. <laughs> and, they, and they see they see sideshow Mel. It's at it's it's at night. <laughs> yeah. We see sideshow Mel in the evening running. Is it, he's roller skating with like yeah. quite a sort of um, quite a fancy looking dog, yeah. and the cops are going. Oh, they only come out at night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they also say, oh, "See that light up there in the, in the hotel? That's Mayor Quimby polling the electorate." Yeah. And Mayor Quimby's with them, um, really having an affair or yeah. with, uh, with, a, with some woman. Yeah, which is just a little bit. Yeah. Bit racy, isn't it? Polling the electric. <laughs> <It is. laughs> they yeah. chuckle at that one, don't they? Yeah. 
So, yeah, snakes robbing the quickie mark. Interesting little aside with Apu being tied up and saying that he's, he's yeah. enjoying a sensual moment with the, the strings. Which yeah. I don't a, think we'd get away with that now, would we? But there's a there's a bit of that as a running theme, isn't there, in the um, the early Simpsons, where yeah. he's sort of he, he's always being held up, basically, you know, <laughs> and he starts to sort of enjoy it sexually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a tiny bit problematic, that. Isn't it? I mean, Apu's already not only is he problems. a racial stereotype, yeah. <laughs> um, not only is he a cultural, you know, stereotype that he's um, he's also taking pleasure in, in the fact that he's being robbed. And yeah. Repeated. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So um, that 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 was uh, yeah. As you say, quite an interesting little ride along. These two police officers, but they they make a catastrophic decision, don't they? Because they follow Snake down an alley, and then because they haven't got backup, they give Bart a gun. This <laughs> is ridiculous. One of the yeah. least credible bits but... of the uh, the episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's got to hold this loaded gun, but um, in the meantime, Snake spots him and starts driving towards him, saying, "See you in hell, punk," which is a nice sort of seventies sort of thing that sort of dirty Harry villain would say. <laughs> um, well, this sort of switches to a sort of seventies police cop show now, doesn't it? For a couple of minutes, yeah, complete with boxes Where... in the alley that uh, they scatter when they. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like a little bit Starsky and Hutchie, where yeah, and there's a car chase, and then um, it it freezes and says to be continued. And then we go into Act Two, and it's Act Two's called something. It's all like death wears a, uh, a <laughs> yes. death rides a carriage or something, yeah. like that. And, <laughs> yeah. which is sort of like a very American cop show thing. Right? Yeah, but the thing is, I I only know that from Police Squad. Oh, yeah, yeah, gun yeah. TV series that kind of kicked off. I love that. Gun yeah, that was great. Where they yeah. take the piss out of that, but I've never seen the original <laughs> version of that happening in any cop show. I'm sure there are a few anyway. boxes scattered in uh, Starsky and Hutch at some point, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. This is a late entry for their um, their their conversation, but I've just realised they one of the one of the benefits of policing that they give to Bart is that you get hot and cold running chicks. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, I mean, he says what you does get, that mean? You get hot and running chicks. And then he goes, and the best thing of all, when you get home every every night, you know that you've made a difference. Yeah. <laughs> Which is such I a police platitude. But, <laughs> but but given their sort of level of conscientiousness, that it's hard to believe yeah. that they they have but, feel um, sincerely. Wiggum Wiggum turns up um, after Snake has been incapacitated by driving too down too narrow yeah. an alley. He tries to make a little sort of quip, doesn't he? A movie like quip, but uh, the police the, the, the cops say he's, he's I think he's unconscious, sir. Yeah, looks like you bought yourself a lottery ticket to jail because he's got he's stolen a box of lottery oh, tickets. That's it, yeah, and he that's goes, the yeah, he's unconscious, sir. Yeah, they, they can still hear things. <laughs> this is really cruel. There's no sign of call, calling an ambulance because he's clearly seriously injured. <laughs> he wanted to get his. He'd probably been working on that line all the way up to the you know, to the moment. Didn't yeah. want to lose it. But that's what they do in police court, isn't it? Every single time they go, whatever the crime is, they catch the criminal, and then the guy goes, "Oh, it looks like you were doing your money laundering up at the Statesville prison from now on." Yeah, you know, it looks like you'd be doing your. <laughs> whatever it is up in this prison for now yeah. it's like an epithet <laughs> yeah it works well I think if I was a cop I'd relieve the boredom that way but um, <laughs> meantime um, Marge is is teaching Lisa how to be creative with homemaking yeah. Um, yeah. 
This is she isn't going down too well, really, because, uh, you know, it's like make a smiley face. I've got to say, though, she makes a smiley face with breakfast and Lisa says, well, what's the point? You know, they're not going to notice. And then, then Homer and Bart descend on the <laughs> meal and it's the best Homer eating noise I've yeah. ever heard. Don't you think? Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's hard. To, I wish we had Jaden here, but it's a sort of... Yeah. It goes on basically... slightly too long. <laughs> yeah, they're just shoveling the, whatever the food is, the bacon, eggs, just sort yeah. of shoveling it into their mouths um and then they Lisa, just kind of abandon the table belching yeah it's yeah it's quite unseemly definitely lisa's right there that it was pointless making any kind of creative effort there yeah. um meanwhile bart is going around the house sort of spotting crimes um you know really rising Getting to the level of police. as a potential yeah. police officer as he's been tagged yeah exactly um one of the best ones being that um, the dog is just about to get blamed for eating a cake when uh, Bart reveals <laughs> the real story through some photos he's taken of Homer yeah. launching himself it's on quite the cake. sinister, isn't it? <laughs> but how undignified is Homer in, in uh, attacking the cake? <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah. In the end, he's yeah. on all fours on the table, sort of sc- <laughs> shoving it in his mouth. <laughs> he doesn't just take, cut it up and eat the cake or... He doesn't even eat the whole cake. He just sort of dives physically, dives into the cake, doesn't he? Head yeah. first, and it just seems to be just sort of, you know, wallowing in the cake. And it clearly has like a, a severe sort of eating disorder. <laughs> There's something um, really dark about that. There's lots of clues to his eating disorder throughout The Simpsons. Yeah, this is one of them for yeah. sure. Before we go on, um, there's one thing about Marge's story where she's talking about um, talking to Lisa, trying to get her into the idea of why it's okay to be a homemaker or something. And she yeah. tells this brilliant story, which is quite Homerish actually, in the way that it, it sort of begins as a story um, mm. with a point to it, but doesn't really go anywhere. She says, "You see, you see, young Marge in flashback, wearing oh, yeah. a sort of, with her sisters, yeah, yeah, wearing a kind of top on her head with I don't know astronaut written on it or something." She's saying she wants to be an astronaut. And yeah. the sisters say that women can't do it because they, they distract the man, the male astronauts. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then she says, there will be women astronauts and we'll all live in cities on the moon. Yeah. And then it cuts back to the present day and Marge says, so my sisters were wrong, uh, yeah. except about the cities on the moon thing. Uh, I would say so about that. <laughs> yeah, so my point is, you can see how, how anyone can be wrong. Okay. <laughs> it's just a rubbish point. It doesn't really follow the story. No, it would be nice. If she had turned out to be a woman astronaut, it would have worked perfectly. Yeah, there would be a point to the story. But yeah. <laughs> it's That's just lovely. Yeah. I love that Lisa's like, ah. Oh. So we, we cut to the school. Wonderful moment of Skinner polishing the school puma, which we've never seen before. But um, he's sort of really proud yeah. of puma, isn't he? The principal of the, of the mountains. Principal of the mountains, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> Very specific animal, isn't it? A puma. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I suppose it's because we're British. Puma, pumas are quite prevalent. I don't know certain parts of America. I'm not sure. Do you know what it reminds me? Have you ever seen Monty Python? Uh, I think it's called The Meaning of Life, where uh, there's a sketch oh, yeah. where uh, where, these, where the headmaster's saying someone has someone has taken the school cormorant Corn. and rubbed it yeah. in seed oil in it. <laughs> so public school in England or private school in England, yeah. it would be a school cormorant. Yeah. <laughs> It's a very specific animal. That's the gag, isn't it? The gag is it's kind of funny that it's specific. If it was um, a tiger, it wouldn't be quite as funny. Yeah. Anyway. It does look good, yeah. but um, Lisa goes into the, the bad girl's bathroom. She's basically, this has had the opposite effect on her. 
and uh, she's going bad. Um, she goes into the bad girl bathroom, finds out they're, they're trying to prank Skinner and says she knows what will get to him most will be the, the school puma. So they desecrate it, yeah. don't they? So it's defaced and there's toilet rolls all hanging off yeah. it. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, shocks, shocks Skinner. He says he's seen some things in Nam, but nothing like this. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of maniac would deface a helpless puma? <laughs> I don't think um, he had that, such a bad time in Nam now after seeing this one. If that's the worst he's seen, but, yeah, I worry um, that we're missing something with the puma that time. I, I wonder, I wonder if there is something very specific about pumas, but could be it's related could be. to public schools or in America. I don't know. They are noble um, animals. Yeah, but there's a great bit where she, where Bart, sorry, Lisa gives the bad girl brat bathroom and they deface the puma, and then Lisa is tagged as um, a bit of a rebel, yeah. and Robin, then yeah. she's asked. What are you rebelling against? And she says, Sorry. "What have you got?" Yeah, which is a quote Film from reference. The, yeah, the wild one, isn't it, from Marlon Brando? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, it works well. Meanwhile, Bart has managed to get um, groundskeeper Willie arrested <laughs> for burning leaves, which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely going too far now, Bart. Isn't he? He's, he's immediately got overzealous about his, his yeah. police his police role. Um, yeah, he's drunk on power, isn't he? Well, because he, Skinner then asked him to to, to be a Basically, a um, what was it called when you a squealer? Yeah, basically, be a hall monitor and squeal on people. Yeah, he has a nice little sort of fancy image of himself in court with the voice of Steve Allen. Yeah, <laughs> speaking for him. <laughs> but but yeah, as it, as it goes on, um, yeah, Bart is a very good hall monitor. He's sort of, he's got his dark glasses yeah. and his sash with hall monitor written on it, and he sort of goes around the school spotting crimes. Um, and as a, he basically bonds with Skinner now, doesn't he? Skinner takes him into the lost property and. Uh, it says he can take yeah. what he wants, so he chooses a he chooses crossbow. A crossbow, yeah, which is again says, the second <laughs> example of a, in this episode of an adult giving parts, <laughs> advisedly giving him a weapon. <laughs> he does say, "Be careful with that." Yeah, be careful <laughs> with that. <laughs> and then we start we start to see the school kind of brushing up. It's a wonderful moment. I remember laughing with you back in the nineties when we saw this, yeah. where uh, uh, a sort of. Uh, a, Dishevelled looking teacher comes out slightly happier. Can you can you remind us why he's? Uh... Yeah, he, he says. <laughs> yeah, it's a great. It's a really sort of interesting bit. This because it's almost like they're starting to push it, see what they can get away with. Because they say, yeah, obviously under Bart's new regime, um, there's a kind of big crackdown on on bad behaviour, and I see mockery of and behaviour of the way the attitude yeah. towards teachers. And Skinner says, yeah, to this to, to this guy. There'll be no more mockery of your name, Mr. Glasscock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the right name, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, but <laughs> it's perfect for I it. wonder. Uh, I that it. that sort of makes me wonder. There's a good callback to it later. But that that does yeah. make me wonder what I'd love to hear some of the at their original the right in the writer's room. Can you imagine the writer's mm. room thinking what they could get away with calling him? Well, you just know that in school, anyone called Mr. Glasscock would get severely, severely uh, derided. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be worth changing the name for, I reckon. But um, the pro- in, in a way, though, Mr. Glasscock is so fully formed, yeah. it's it's almost beyond mockery, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. If it, it doesn't just sound a bit like something or you can you can change it, it's, it's fully formed, Glasscock. It's just funny. Yeah, so it's kind of difficult to. The problem is, it's hard to be taken seriously, isn't it, with a name like Glasscock? Yeah, 
<laughs> Every time you say it, it makes me laugh. I mean, it's yeah. so much better than if they called him Mr. Cock or something. It's just perfect. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but mean, or mis- meanwhile, like then... Mr. Fat Ass or Mr. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, Mr. Smallcock. It's it's Mr. Glasscock. They they've got it perfectly right, haven't they? Yeah. Is Glasscock an actual name? I'm going to find. I'm going to I bet it is. Up. Yeah. It sounds like it. Let's have a look. John Glasscock was a British bass guitarist. Uh, <laughs> I bet the band derided him for that all the time. Yeah. Sorry, if you're listening, your name is Glasscock. We're really sorry. Yeah, there's, no, there's nothing. Yeah, John Glasscock. He was a bassist in Jethro Tolton. <laughs> oh, that's even worse. Two reasons to deride him. He was bassist in Jethro Tull and he was called Mr. Glasscock. <laughs> anyway, yeah. slight digression. <laughs> yeah, it's worth it. It was such a good gag. Lisa Lisa is going bad. I love her. One of her best bad moments is in class when the teacher says, uh, so what 19th century figure was nicknamed Old Hickory? And she says, I don't know, you. <laughs> <laughs> this is brilliantly teenage, sort of uh, beyond the time. So on Lisa as well. She's really gone against type in this one. Um but yeah, she, and then she says something derisive, like because because she looks for the answers and gets the wrong one. She says, well, "My, you're you're earning your eighteen grand, aren't you?" Yeah, brilliant. Um, That's a great line. <laughs> I, I love Miss Hoover. Actually, I really like Miss Hoover. She she's just like a, a perennial sort of substitute teacher, isn't she? Where yeah, 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 she just has that. I mean, if you're a substitute teacher, I'm absolutely not mocking you, mocking the profession at no. all. But unless you're called Mr. Glasscock, yeah, yeah. unless you're called Mr. Glasscock, but. but yeah. But the the image of substitute teachers are people who are, um, you know, competent and solid, but because they're yeah. substitute teachers, they um, don't have the authority of the teachers who you know are going to be there for the whole year. So you have to behave yourself. Yeah. So all the kids know that. So they just tend to act up a bit more with substitute teachers. And so therefore, it's much. I think it's a much more difficult job than a than a teacher who's there all year. Yeah. So. Yeah. But Miss Hoover is a great example of that teacher who is there all year but has that sort of air of a substitute teacher. Yeah. And I love the fact that she consults her teacher's edition and Lisa asks Lisa a question and then she says, no, it's not, it is. And she opens the TV edition and it's the, clearly an unrelated answer. Yeah. But it's like that's all she can do, just consult her teacher's edition, which is just really terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's great for the plot here because that's where Lisa realised what she can do to really mess up the school, which is yeah. to yeah. to get all the teachers' editions so that they're left <laughs> left completely. I mean, the, the the fear in the in the staff room is palpable, isn't it? <laughs> As Skinner yes, comes they, in and says, they, "Terrible thing has happened." Um, yeah. So uh, and they go, "What are we going to do? Does anyone know the multiplication table?" And then they open the blind and they get, and the kids are just outside, <laughs> and hence Skinner's like. They can smell fear, yeah. you know. We need to calm down. <laughs> it becomes like a thriller, doesn't it? Like a horror film or something. Um, yeah, I love that. And then, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think um, Mrs. Krabappel's take on it is to get Martin to, to teach rather than have to teach herself. <laughs> I also like that the, the, one of the teachers, sort of slightly aging teacher, mm. sits on the desk yeah. and says, Can I ever tell you kids about the 60s? <laughs> It's just the worst possible thing. It's, for, it's, fun, it's, <laughs> it's a way to fill time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and again, Miss Hoover here, um, she can't cope with the no. with the uh, unruly kind of behaviour. Mm. And she runs out of the class. And she, she says something which I've adopted for as long as I can remember. Oh, yeah. Um, as a kind of reference to the show where yeah. something stressful is happening. 
and I just go like, calm blue ocean, yeah. calm blue ocean. <laughs> to anyone who knows the Simpsons, they, they get that immediately. Yeah. Because it's a way of sort of taking yourself mentally out of something stressful and going, calm blue ocean, calm blue ocean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Oh, I love that. Yeah, I remember that line as well. Yeah, there's lots of lines in this that I remember once we started watching it. Then we see Mr. Mr. Glasscock break into Skinner's office. Today, looking really yeah, he's looking dishevelled this time, isn't he? He's obviously <laughs> the, the mockery of his name has resumed. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to get oh, another Mr. job, doesn't he, Mr. Glasscock? Skinner says, oh, now, Mr. Glasscock, please reconsider. <laughs> it's, it's also unkind of Skinner to keep mentioning his name as well. <laughs> they could at least call him his first name couldn't they then so then he gets the idea that bart can find out so bart says yeah we'll search the lockers they'll be in there somewhere yeah <laughs> the police have sent sniffer dogs and a tank <laughs> trying to sort of calm the situation down but um but yeah bart they eventually finds the books of course in lisa's locker that's the big reveal isn't it? yeah um and she says, I think nicely, because I think it's grammatically correct, isn't it? It was I. Yes. <laughs> Not it was me. Yes. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, it's quite a nice moment of Lisa's uh, sort of fastidious grammar. But, um, yeah, he says, look, you're, you're looking at expulsion for this. Yeah. So he does a noble thing, Bart. He actually confesses to the crime, even though it wasn't him who did it, just to save Lisa. Yeah. Which is, a, I think, a nice, a nice way of wrapping all this up, actually, because obviously it's feasible. Yep. Um, he really plays on that by telling Skinner that he's been a sort of... Uh, what, what was it called when you embed yourself in the system? Agent provocateur. That sounds like it, yeah. Yeah. Which is Where you're kind of in the middle, you're pretending that you're like a double agent, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then uh, there's a nice little exchange with him and Skinner where Skinner's up in the ante on his detention. <laughs> I like Bart's last line because he's obviously making it worse for himself and he says, maybe I'll just shut yeah. my big mouth. <laughs> I love... Um, yeah. And so, yeah, and Lisa says, why did you take the blame? Again, great way they brought it around, like a nice warm moment um, yeah. with all the kind of edginess to the, to the comedy. And, but they essentially, they, they keep sight of, as we've talked about before, the heart of the show, which is the warmth between the key, the key members, key characters. Um, mm. And, you know, we've seen Bart being unruly. We've seen Lisa struggling with um, something that's a little bit against type. And um, yeah. but at the end of it, she... Bart says to her, you've got the brains and talent to go as far as you want. What's great about the show is that that would be the end of it for any other show. You know, it would be quite a schmaltzy ending. But the Simpsons bit comes at the end of that sentence when he says, you've got the brains and talent to go as far as you want. And when you do, Mm. I'll be right there borrowing money, which is a beautifully (laughs) written line. It's absolutely in character with Bart. Fits the show Mm. perfectly and it manages to be really warm. And that's the kind of that's that line that they constantly walk and they walk it so well at this point in the show, yeah. I think. You know, I agree. Yeah. If it was too edgy, it was too constantly. But that's why I've never liked shit like Ren and Stimpy or even South Park. No. I hate South Park. Don't you? Do you like yeah. South Park? Yeah, no, I've never, I've never really watched yeah, it. It doesn't I've just really never got appear, it because yeah. it just all feels like it's one one sort of note thing to me. And it, there's no sort of nuance to it. And yeah. some bits of it are quite amusing, but you know it's mm. just sort of one thing just being bombarded with this kind of either nastiness or snidiness or kind of piss taking or cynicism and you, you don't you never get a break whereas the simpsons just yeah. fun, you know gets walks that line so well i think you know it kind of gives you that the warmth of the actual relationships but also smuggles in all this brilliant sort of spiky cynical um satirical yeah. stuff i agree yeah it's beautifully done and um yeah, it, it, it's 
credible as well because we know the the character. We know Bart's a bad guy, but at the end of the day, the family is strong. They've got strong bonds, haven't they? And uh, yeah, it, yeah, it ends nicely with with him doing his detention. We get two chalkboard gags this this week. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, he's writing, "I will not expose the ignorance of the faculty," which is a rather <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> It's quite literal, isn't it? Uh, to what happens? Yeah, yeah. Because the original um, is the then, first, at the beginning of the episode, it's "I will not bath unless I'm sick." Yeah, which is a bit dark, isn't it? I think. <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah. But um, but meanwhile, Lisa's playing saxophone out the window to cheer him up, which is uh, yeah, yeah lovely, nice, yeah. warm ending, as you say. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what 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 do you like to give this, Andy? Well, there's two things about it. Two things for me that slightly, it's not perfect. And we are judging them harshly, obviously. But okay. We have to because they'll still be tense yeah. otherwise. Um, yeah. The thing about why we don't really—it's not really clear if Lisa has um, mistakenly been tagged as a homemaker. That's my—that's my feeling that the, the system is, has failed, and we see yeah. we see it we see it malfunction when it, when it receives Bart's yeah. card or whatever. But we don't see mm. they don't quite join that up well enough for me. And then the other thing no. is the sort of—it's a tiny bit wobbly that they get from Bart being a sort of drunk on power um, in yeah. league with Skinner uh, to mm. sort of suddenly deciding to take the blame and then it all wraps yeah. up quite nicely. It's a bit of a record scratch kind of moment, isn't it? it well, where, it is very quick. You're right. Yeah, where, It's last you know, minute, isn't it? Yeah. But that's been massively picky, you know, really yeah. picky, that you don't see any sort of implication that Bart is doing that out of duress or he isn't happy or there's a problem with it or Skinner suspects he's Skinner yeah. suspects he's putting it on for, for gain yeah. or anything like that it just suddenly happens doesn't it it just turn, takes a 180 yeah. degree turn that's the only thing that um, mm. slightly lowers it for me so I'm going to give it 9 9 yeah I'm, I'm going to give it 9 too I think you're right yeah I think both those points are valid um, it's a great it's episode, episode. we thought yeah. it wasn't going to be good yeah, I can't believe I'd forgotten it, but I, like I said, I'd mis misassociated this episode with another one. So um, yeah, it was great. So and amazing how much of it I remembered. So um, yeah, and we're we're on another uptick after slightly depressed um, baseball episode or softball episode last time to this. Oh, don't one. bring it, don't mention it again. Okay, sorry. Yeah, let's not. Don't bring it up again. Um, <laughs> we. I think I'd rather have the Michael Jackson episode. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> at least I can. I don't know. There's a spectacle about the Michael Jackson episode. Yeah, you know, it's it's like a car crash. You're watching it as it's happening. And it's like this is awful, but but it's interesting. And <laughs> also, we know I who he is. To. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, there's something I can connect to. Yeah. But here, I sort of don't like it, and I'm not really sure why I don't yeah. like it. I can't. <laughs> yeah, let's not it's talk about it again. But we've got Dog of it's Death next, which is a nice um, Santa's little helper episode. Um, yeah, I so, think this could be one of my all-time favourite episodes. Just it's to spoil it a yeah. little bit. Yeah, yeah. There's so much about this episode that I love. It's one of these. This this is probably one of my Desert Island episodes. Like probably one of my top ten. So that'll be next week. Um, any other sign-off stuff, Andy? Before we leave people with their tiered system, if they're in the UK. Um, what's really disturbing about it now is it's gone from feeling to me, certainly in the UK. Um, it's gone from feeling to me like a government that's trying to walk a balance between keeping the economy going and keeping people safe to feeling like some sort of Dr. Strangelove sort of <laughs> thing playing out in real life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Where yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. It's almost like a satire. <laughs> you just think, 
we we talked about this before the the sort of the idea that we're in a simulation someone's scripting it and stuff but yeah yeah um it's just too it's too on the nose to be scripted it's like uh, some weird definitely real life has been turned into a sort of satire you yeah. just think we now have sort of ministers saying um okay you know we we know you all want to go home for christmas and spend time in the same house together and potentially spreading the virus around just don't mm. just don't hug each other it'll be fine yeah. like it's nothing to do with hugging each other. It's to do. It's an airborne virus, so it, that's just yeah. factually incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> it's just sort of, and that's that's kind of nationally reported advice. So yeah. no wonder, no wonder it's going to keep coming back and keep coming back when we have incompetent, incorrect ignorance. people yeah. in charge. Yeah. Ignorance. Yeah. Anyway, it's just such a sort of weird. It's just that's why it's so stressful, isn't it? On top of the stress of trying to not catch this virus. Yeah. You've got idiots in charge. <laughs> yeah. You've got to read between the yeah. lines of official <laughs> advice. Yeah, exactly. It is stressful, yeah. And we're going to get more of that as in the build-up to Christmas. Yeah. But, um, yeah, hopefully. Merry Christmas, um, yeah. You know, despite all that, <laughs> we'll have a good festive season. But we've got more episodes to come before then. So, um, yeah. yeah, until then. We're rambling again, we can... Tim. We're, we're, drip, we're tripping over into that know, sort of lockdown ramble. It's a sign feeling. of the times. Sign of the times. <laughs> yeah, where, where I think it's just that we're quite happy that we're talking to each other. Because we're yes. just sitting around fucking not doing anything. <laughs> Actually, there's a bit we missed in this episode where Mrs. Hoover says, when they finish the test early, she says, now sit and stare at the walls for 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, that's, that's what that we're trying as, to avoid. Yeah. That's not as funny, is it? It was the first time I saw it. It's a bit too close to home. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well. Anyway, um, yeah, in- enjoy um, whatever kind of lockdown you're in as best you can. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll be here to talk more Simpsons next yeah. week. Uh, until then, take care. Take care. See you next time.